Hey guys, this is Table for Four. My name is Stefan, and this is a special Mother's Day episode of the podcast, and I'm going to let Mom take it. Cue the music! Hey, this is Stephanie. This is Andre. This is Adrian. This is your boy, Stefan. And this is Table for Four. So today is a special Mother's Day episode on the podcast. So we have a bunch of special guests today, but let's talk about Mother's Day. It's close approaching. It's I feel it. And it's like May is already here. So I know that with the month of May, mothers are celebrated every day, but this is just one day that highlights the special ladies in our lives. So as right, a mom myself, right. you know, I'm still adjusting to the title as it comes with joy and with burden, but um, it's a special thing celebrating moms on Mother's Day. We love you. Oh, I love you too. Um, uh, a few close friends of ours just recently had, um, yes. had babies themselves. Had babies, yes. My, my boy Joe and, and his wife Sam. Yeah, they had, had a, a baby. little a little boy. My cousin uh, Saul and his wife Danielle. Yeah, they just had, they had two little two little boys, and they were just born just this week. Yeah, congratulations, so, guys! Congratulations to those. But it's always so exciting to you know have new moms celebrating, you know, just in time for Mother's Day, and they have their little blessings at home with them. Um, I also know other you know other friends that do not have their moms in their lives, and you know that's okay too. But it's just. Um, it's just a way to discuss, you know, how they made a change in their lives and how they influenced or made an impact in their lives one way or another. Um, it all breaks down to being a parent. Uh, being a parent is a lot of hard work. It comes with its ups and downs, but in a weird way, it's rewarding. And, you know, we get to experience those special moments with your kids and just being a parent overall. Uh, my very special, special guest today is a grandmother, a mother, an accountant, a cook, an advisor, a listener, uh, uh, so many different adjectives I that I can be used to describe her. It is our mom, my mom, Virginia. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Thank you. Hi. Hi, Hi Virginia. <clears throat> Why are you? Good. Hi, boys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, hi, Grandma. Hi, hi, hi. I know they're super excited that Grandma's on the line today. But I also have another special guest. She is a super aunt, hard worker herself, and it's my younger sibling, Titi Crystal. Hi, everybody. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Titi Crystal. What's going on? Nothing much. I'm so excited to be here. Can't wait to see what this episode has in store. <laughs> there's a lot in store for you <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but i think what we're trying to figure out is what does mother's day mean to you so i guess the first question who is that gonna answer who wants to answer that question first adrian go ahead sweetheart go ahead answer that question what does mother's day mean to you um uh, mother's day means to me is a day where we appreciate all our mothers Aww. That's a good answer. And we love our mothers even more on Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, so just on that one particular day, you like her a little bit more? No, not not really. It's just that you feel like you like 
that your mother's very special on that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. And Stefan, what about you? What does Mother's Day mean to you? It's just, <clears throat> it's just any other day. Okay. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he said just any other day. It was okay. not special? Okay, so it's not special. Okay, so <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> okay. I think I get it. I think I get it. Well, I think well, I, I get what he's yeah, trying to say. He's trying to say that he loves you equally any day. Oh, but that's not what he said. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what he said. <laughs> I, I, I think the best thing to say is that um, that day in particular just so happens to be Mother's Day, but it's just like any other day. Um, what about you, Andres? What does Mother's Day mean to you? Um, it's a tough one. There's so many things to say about moms in general, hardworking and and pretty much their pivotal roles throughout our year. So, yes, we have one day to celebrate, but like Stefan said, it's to celebrate every day. Celebrate every day. You know, everyone is always caught up. Oh, we got to go out to eat, take her out to eat. We don't have to take her out to eat Mother's Day. We could take her out anytime to go eat. Right, right. Okay. And I hate crowds on Mother's Day. I, I refuse to wait an hour <laughs> just to sit down and eat. You know, it's a hassle because then, don't get me wrong. I love when people make a big deal out of something. For me, like if you say, oh, let's go out. You know, it's Mother's Day. Don't get me wrong. I love when people make a big deal over me on right. one particular day, especially my birthday. But sometimes with Mother's Day, it could get a little bit overwhelming. If it that's does. If it it's does. not, you know, if it's not your type of crowd, you know, you don't want to do that and be overwhelmed. Especially with this COVID. No one wants to oh, be around yes, that. Oh, yes, exactly. They don't want to be around that crowd. We don't have to always be outside for Mother's Day. Mother's Day is a day that we appreciate our mother even more than we usually do. Okay. A barbecue. <laughs> barbecue. Well, Throw some whips for mom. I know. Get that birthday cake, that carbo birthday cake. Oh, so we don't need, it doesn't have to be anybody's birthday. <laughs> carbo cake is Happy for Happy birthday, mom. <laughs> oh, always welcome. Carvel always welcome. Carbo is always welcome. Carbo cake? Poor mother. I know. So I guess my next question will go to you, Crystal. What does Mother's Day mean to you? Like Andre said, it's hard to explain one word to summary what Mother's Day can mean because being a mother, I myself, I'm not a mother yet, but being a mother is a very on-taking role when it comes to everything under the line. Having to be able to provide, having to be able to make sure that everything is moving smoothly, having to make sure your kids are always safe and stable. It's a lot. It's a lot. What she said. What she said. <laughs> oh, so you're taking credit for what she said? <laughs> I think you put it I think you put it in a great way that you moms are not just one part. You know, it's so many different roles. There's so many different hats that you have to wear that involves in being a mom. So def- I totally agree. Uh, so I guess the next question goes to you, mom. What does Mother's Day mean to you? What does Mother's Day mean to me? Well, it brings me a lot of joy because every day to me is Mother's Day. See, she has the idea. She's a mom. <laughs> She's a mom. 
<laughs> and you want as well. But like with Andre said, um, yeah, the crowds and this. And to me, Mother's Day is every day special because, you know, you have kids and then your kids have kids. And that's just being a joy of being a mom. And you're always protecting your kids. And that's a mother, you know, always looking out for the best for the kids. And to me, Mother Day is like when the kids call, hey, grandma, hey, doesn't have to be Mother's Day. But that's basically to me. Right, right, right. It's, it's special to me. Yeah. Yeah, it gives and a joy. It gives a joy. It gives a joy. You know, you make the phone call every day and and it, and it, it brings happiness, you know, because, you know, they're saying, hey, there's grandma. Hey, there's mom, you know, so. Mother Day to me is every single day. Right, right. Unfortunately, I don't have mine, but it's very special in that aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when thinking about like, you know, our grandmas and, you know, our grandpas and things like that, like I know for, for me, Mother's Day is, oh, what does Mother's Day mean to me? Mother's Day means to me, um, there's joy and there's burden. Right. That's that's what I think of it. And I don't mean it in a in a negative kind of way. I don't mean it at, at that sense. I know that when I first became a mom, I always had this thing behind my my mind. I was like, oh, I'm not ready to be a mom. I, I was never, never ready. I was like, I'm never going to have kids. And I've always said that. I've always said it in the right. beginning. So did I. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Don't worry about that. Me too. It happens. I think everyone says it. Everybody, because nobody's prepared. Yeah. Nobody thinks that they're prepared to be a parent, a mother or a father. Right. A mother's role, it's, I guess, it's more, I I, I don't even know how to explain it. I think it's more involved, right? It's it's, it's a very cohesive role. Because moms pretty much are the glue to the family. Right. So you always have- They don't want to fail. Besides me. Besides (laughs) that. The peanut butter, the the peanut butter, the peanut butter, the most important part of peanut butter. I the know nuts? the no the peanuts. No, <laughs> See, the most important part of the peanut butter. <laughs> or the butter. About Maybe the peanut she's, butter jelly. She's, she's the jam. She's the beautiful, tastiest jam. But I again, I think for me, it's always it's always about striving to be a better mom. That's always for me. Like Mother's Day, kind of reminds me. Like yes. Everything that I do throughout the year, I do for them, right? So then Mother's Day is like saying a step back and say, hey, I see you. You're I, awesome. I see you. You're <laughs> awesome. Happy Mother's Day. So like, that's how, that's how I feel about Mother's Day. But again, like Stefan said, it's like every other day. So I kind of agree with what he's saying. But again, it's like you're highlighting and saying, hey, you're awesome. And what are we going to do today to celebrate you? Right, it's basically the op- it's basically opposite day. Instead it's of you the taking happy care of us, of mother. <laughs> instead of you taking care of us, we take care of you. Uh, no, not really. I'm still doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But we treat you like a queen. Oh, I get treated like a queen all the time. We give you more than enough. Oh, jeez, is that what it is? <laughs> so, what makes your mom special? I guess that's the quick question. Like, what makes your mom special? I'll go to you, Mr. Molina. It's a tough one because everyone's going to say their mom is special. You know, I feel like my mom is special because she has a big heart. I agree. She's not afraid to to help. She's not afraid to to give advice. 
you know, and give it when it's not needed it's or not, wanted. Both, <laughs> but just the uh, just the fact that like, <laughs> just just the fact that uh, you know, she grew up with pretty much nothing, and then she feels like materials are not everything. She doesn't materialize things, and and for her, she, to her, like money is like eh, whatever. You know, she shares it. No, but she's not a materialistic person. Right, right. I've never seen her as that type of person. You know, so no. I feel like her heart just just to help and give back is what makes her special. And what about you, Crystal? What makes what makes mommy so special? What makes mom special? Uh that's a tough one. Uh mommy's special to me in particularly because there was a portion in time of my life where I had my dad and then it became only mom. Right. right. And mom had to become mom, mom and, and dad. dad. Yep. And it was something tough for mom because she wasn't used to that. She didn't know how to go about it, but there's nothing that I can say she's ever did wrong when it came to her having to play both roles. And I think me being myself, 26 years of age, she did a wonderful job. And there's nothing that I can say that I would have made her done anything differently to make me the person that I am today. Oh, that's a great answer. Well I said. Have to, I have to, well I have to agree. Well said. Oh, Adrian says well said. <laughs> well said. What about you, Adrian? What makes your mom so special? That I I just ask it in third person so I don't sound like you know <laughs> what makes yeah, me special. Yeah. What she makes me, the, yeah, I was like I was like I don't want to say yo what makes me special like I don't want to sound like that like what makes just, you just remember when mommy's not home I'm mom okay no 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 <laughs> you're not you're dad you're just dad no you're Plus dad mom. no, no you're, not. you're just dad you're just dad wow <laughs> unless like other casualties but you're still dad anyway wow. That's next month. <laughs> it's all right. I'll probably just get a card. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. You're the worst. I want flowers too. No, you don't. Jesus. <laughs> he wants flowers covered and in chocolates. electronics. That's and what, chocolate. And peeps. And yeah, like, I want money wrapped what? roses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what I think what makes you so special is just you being here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just... I don't know what we would do without a mom. Because mm. you're so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous trying to say all this. You don't, don't have to why. be nervous. If I don't like it, then I'll edit it out. <laughs> if you don't like it. Well, I don't know how to put it. I appreciate you so much. Aw, you're awesome. I'm going to cry. Don't do that. Don't Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) And what about you, Stefan? What makes your mom so special? Mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. 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 Go ahead. We didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. You're not funny at all. Wow. (laughs) Me as the kid will tell you how it is. Gotta love it. I love her. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Nothing else. I love you. Okay, cool. All right. Listen, you can't get them all. <laughs> can't get them all. Right? Can't get them all. Right? Uh and what about you, mom? What what made grandma special? My mom? Yeah. Well, my mom came from 
a family that was very, very poor. And she didn't go to school, only up to about maybe her fifth grade. And my great-grandmother was very ill. And the five, there were five sisters and one brother. They all had to take care of her very well. And what my mother taught me about that, that no matter how little you have, you provide. And the reason why she was very special to me, because she was a go-getter all the time. She didn't know how to read or write very well, but she became very successful um, the time that I had her life. She had her own business and she would fight to the end to make sure that my, si my sibling and I would have everything. So my mom was always the forward going and I'm just going to go for it. You know, and that's what mom made me special. Very funny all the time. She had all cracked her jokes and, but, a go-getter, mm -hmm. a fighter to the end, a go-getter. And that's what was my mom special to me. You know, what's so funny. It's like when I think about a lot of the characteristics, I think I take a lot from, from her. Cause I'm, I, I always feel like I'm always like a go-getter and I'm always, um, I, my mouth gets me in trouble. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we get it from you. Yeah, so. we get it, you get it from me. But I always feel like I've always find myself having some of these strong characteristics from her. Yeah. And um, and that's a good thing. That's that's a that's a good thing. It's you know, there's um, a source of energy. There's a source of, of, of respect that comes with being a matriarch. That's what basically what that is. You know, so for me, what makes my mom special is our relationship. Our relationship has always been super, super close. And I think that there was always an understanding from even by the time when I was little that our special connection was always dance. So that's how we were able to find the connection with dance. We were able to support one another and, and find joy with whether it's like we're traveling or if we're on stage or backstage and doing hair and things like that. Like for me, like, you were always a dance mom. Like that's what made that, that was what, what, what made you special. And that was for both myself and for Crystal. Yeah. So that's, that's what makes my mom like, she's a dance mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adrian. And you made us dance as well. You always made us go to dance studio because you were a dance mom. Right. And so, we, we enjoyed coming there because we always got to see Mixon and everybody else. Right. So dance was always a big source of, community right this is where we were able to form lifelong friendships lifelong right? yep. friendships and this is how we were able to gain um confidence and gain um uh, an appreciation for the arts and right. and and being able to share that love that we have for one another so for me dance is always a tradition right like if mom doesn't come to the show something's up Right, right? right. If we don't go to competition, something's up. Right. When Crystal would perform and she would have part, like, yeah, like dance was it. Dance was life. But like 10, 15 years, I don't know. I don't remember when I told you I stopped. 17 years. 17 years I was competing. 17. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, I know your mom regretted putting you at dance. I'm pretty sure like, <laughs> at age 12, she's probably like, all right, she's going to stop. And it's financially draining her pocket. <laughs> and she had both of us. <laughs> and then Crystal went and she's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> no. 
No, but my mom. No, I, that I, was my joy. That was my joy. See, my two girls up on stage always performing. First, it was Stephanie. That Stephanie knew that if she had six or seven dance classes during the week, I was there. No matter how much work I had to do, but she was there. She would never miss a day in class. Never. I never yeah. missed a day of class. Never missed a day of school. That's crazy because like me growing up, it was totally different. But when I was playing sports, my mom never came to any of my games. But she had a reason because she was always working. She was working. She was constantly working. She did come my senior year when we made the playoffs Mm -hmm. to to that game. Mm -hmm. Like like right before we were about to finish the game, she came showed up at the last inning. You know, which I put a smile, put a smile on my face and stuff like that. But, but, it, but she sacrificed count, a lot. But it, you know, counts. it counted. You know, right. it counts. It counts. Like when, sorry to interrupt. Like when the girls had PTA meetings, I would run from work and come to the PTA meetings at school, and you would only see one or two moms, and you'd see the faces on other kids when they had performance that they don't right. see their moms there, and it made it. It makes an impact on a child when they don't see their parents there when they have these special events, special awards. You know, you as a parent, you know, try to I know we're always busy and we have to work, but work around the schedule because that is an important impact for the child. I mean, when they see that face of yours there and when they're getting a reward, they're like, oh, my mother's there. My daddy's there. So, you know, it's it's an impact for the kids. I mean, that's my view. Yeah, so. like I, I understood why she was doing yeah. it. She, she was oh, working two jobs. She's yeah, a single parent, but that's you know. the but that's the sacrifice she made to exactly. make sure that you guys were good. That's why that happened. Exactly. Right, but then there was a point too. Like I, I you know, grow up like, damn, she's never here. Like, why she's not here? Mm-hmm. I want her in the bleachers to watch me play. Right, right, right. See how good I was. It's a it's a toss. It's a toss right. between the two. You, you have it's the negative and the positive. Right. Like in, in my life, I had two roles. I had two female roles. I had my grandmother, right, who raised us all the way until we was like thirteen, fourteen. And my mom was always working all these jobs just to support us. So my grandmother was pretty much that, that mother figure for us. Right. You know, so when my grandmother went back to El Salvador, that's when Rolando and I kind of like rebelled against my mom. Like, yeah, bad anyway. We were like, yo, you know, <laughs> like, you know, she, she would try to like discipline us and it wouldn't work because we wouldn't listen to her. We're like, you weren't yeah, here. To, right. You weren't here to, to give us that discipline to listen to you. Why should we listen to you now? Yeah, but you have to still understand that she's still in the position that you still have to give her the respect. She's oh, of course, we give her the respect, but at the same time, you're you're a teenager. You're kind of like rebelling and all this stuff, and Mm -hmm. you know, and y'all knew everything. That's what it was. Somewhat. No, that's not how it went. You know, so so we kind of had like that that thing against her for for like a few years, and but Mm -hmm. now it's different. Now that we're older, it's different. We love my mom. You know, we know what she sacrificed, stuff like that. You know, we know how, how big right, her heart is. Right, because now that you guys are older, right, right. Right, so we know. Right. And especially now me being a parent, you know, now I know because when I started my new job, I was constantly not home. You know, so, and it kind of sucks not being home because I want I want to spend time with the kids, with you, and, and try to do things. Right, and, and you've and missed, I can't. and you've missed things. And I've missed things too. Right, so that's what my mom was saying. My mom was saying that it is important, you know, to make to make an appearance but if you can't we can't fault you either because you're do, you're out there doing something for the family you're to provide you're right. right you know providing food so I understand what, what she was doing right right now that I'm older cause 
she sacrificed everything just for you guys to grow up and become what you are today. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. without your mother, I don't think anything has changed. Because like, if what, what would you think would happen if you had your dad? What, what would be a big difference? If I had my dad here? Like I said, my dad wasn't in the picture, so I feel like my life would have been totally different. Because you think that you would have life a little bit easier and not always like having no one to come into your game and having at least one person to come to your game at least from your family. Like I said, I don't know. We won't, we'll never know. We'll never know. Unless we can time travel back, but that won't happen. (laughs) That won't happen. (laughs) But I think when, when it comes to like trying to figure out, you know, how does being a mom make you different? Like, I know Crystal mentioned that you're not a mom, but you are like, you're a woman figure, like you're an aunt yourself. So how do you feel like you're helping to influence, you know, your nephews? Like, how do you feel like your role is important? Apart from that, I am a doggy mom as well. And I also own a bearded dragon. So I am some type of mom because I do have to provide. Now, as far as that, um, is she serious? She said a bearded dragon? (laughs) (laughs) a mom or something um as far as that it's a little hard for me um because we don't necessarily live in the same state right so i can't be around as much as i would love to um so that has been a little hard on me being that i'm older and being that close there was a time that we weren't but it's never came in between us so it's hard for me but um every tour group you know it's awesome having seen them growing and being such wild animals that i love to death it's 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 i don't know it's what you're calling it's, wild animals you talking about your dogs you're talking about my children your children <laughs> 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 But um, it's awesome. I mean, and seeing you take on such a role of boys, I'm pretty sure it hasn't been easy for you either, but you're doing a wonderful job apart from Andre, you know, but you're doing a wonderful job and, you know, keep doing it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm trying to figure out what would be like, how did being a mom for you change for you, Grandma? How be, what was the question again? Sorry. How how did becoming a mom, you know, did it make you better? Did it make you crazy? Did it make it worse? Like you becoming a mom, you becoming well, a parent. It, gave, it, it, it it gave me all different types. Um, first, I was um, worried. That's the first part because, you know, you're tending to a small child. You have no experience and um, you're afraid of doing anything wrong because you don't know what the impact will be on the child. Then it drives you crazy because they don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Does it still apply today? <laughs> I think so. And um, you become a pro at it then, at your way, because now... As they get older and older and you say, well, you know what? Let me pat myself on the back. I think I did a good job being having no manual book, having nothing at all and doing it all by myself because unfortunately my mother also lived in a different state and, you know, 
grandma wasn't there, but grandpa was. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Things that I had to do, I had to do it all on my own and figure out things, you know, and I think I did a pretty good job. I agree. Especially when, I agree. Um, especially when, as you ladies, as an adult, I see all the accomplishments that you've done, you know, and I says, hey, kudos to me. These are my girls. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, being a mom is, uh, it, it's all It's scary. It's frightening, it's crazy, it's wild, but then again, it's the best part. When you see, as your children develop and have kids of their own, you're like, wow, this is amazing. So you go through all different, to me, I went through all different types of aspects in life as a mom. Right, and and you had them, you had Stephanie at a young age, right? Yes, I had Stephanie at 20. And then I had Crystal at 32. So my kids have a 12-year expanse. So I think I spoiled one at one time and the other one got at the other time. That's great to that, but <laughs> different different times, have, different times. Also, Stephanie also played an important role when um, they lost their father uh, because Crystal and she really took charge of being a big sister and being there for her younger sister, you know, for her little sister. And if I didn't have her there, I don't know what it would have become. But she also played an important role for Crystal when they lost their father. So I have to give also kudos to Stephanie on that. Um, And that's what Stephanie says, the communication that we have. I think the communication that I have with Stephanie and Crystal is totally different than the communication that I had with my mother. Um, Yes, you know, but... In uh, terms of like, just like being open or just like being yes, upfront, yeah, like yeah, being truthful? Open, yeah. Okay, okay. Be open, you know what I'm saying? But do you think that that's like a generational thing? Or is it like, or is it because of, you know, it's no, you I, and grandma, you know? No, I think it was, that's how it was back then. Right. And I said, I wanted to make a difference because you hear this all the time. A lot of kids say, oh, I don't have that communication with my mother. That type of communication, like... That free communication, if anything is bothering you, you want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And right. it happens with boys too. I mean... Right. No, of course. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So it's that comforting zone. When I hear... When you were growing up and a lot of friends would say, hey, I, I like Stephanie's mom. You know, she's really cool. You know, and as of today, as an older woman that I am, we still get this. You know, I still hear it. But, um, you know, um, best thing is, you know, have that communication kids i mean with the if you have girls or boys i mean it's just having communication with your children you know and that's uh, and that's basically what it you know being a mom to me is you know <laughs> what was your favorite part of being a mom favorite part of being a mom was or still is learning <laughs> <laughs> it's the learning curve um I've made a lot of mistakes in terms of my behavior, in terms of my temper, in terms of having a lot of frustration in my life. But my kids are a constant reminder that regardless through all my flaws, that they'll still like me. (laughs) So I think for me, it's like my favorite part of being a mom is that they always have an understanding. They're little, you know, and they might not understand. No, but when you guys were little, like, 
you know, like you guys will always say, mommy, I love you. Or you gave me a hug or a kiss. You still do that to this day. And I love that. Even though I tell you to get away from me, that I'm just doing that in a jokingly <laughs> way. smother you in love and you always right. run away from us. But that to me, that's my favorite part. Like you guys are always understanding of me and accepting me. So when you do it to me, does that count? Nope. <laughs> nope. Wow. Nope. Like get away from me so you really mean it. No, I don't mean it. Wow. No, sure. I don't mean that. No. No, but here, not everybody has a, a great day. You know, and the kids are a reminder. Say, hey, mommy, I love you. I was like, oh, I love you, too. And they, they remind me that I'm not going to have great days every day. Right. Sometimes so then, when you're mad. Yeah. Yeah. We try to hug you, try to say that we love you, but then you're still already mad. So yeah, we, I'm already mad. So we, try, right? we try to leave you alone for the day. Right. But you know why? Because you understand me. Yeah. That's why. You you're, learning. An, you're learning. You're learning. You learn from That's me. what I do. I see her get mad. I just walk away. <laughs> Why, why are you scared? You're the I'm big, not scared. The nobody's, nobody's scared of Listen, nobody. Everyone deals with... The conflict's different. Yes. Different. They deal with different. You know, like me, I get over it right away. Mom mom wants to, you know, she wants to weather the storm and... <laughs> Finish your thought. Weather the storm and stay problem. upset. You know, yeah. yeah just you got to give her, her space, you know? The storm, slow that's down. That's the grandma and her. That's her great... <laughs> that's her grandmother and her. Because her grandmother wanted to get the point through. And if it didn't get through, she will continue and continue until it came through. <laughs> <laughs> that is a terrible flaw that I have. But a lot of people think that that's my strength. But I don't know who those people are. They're all imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> what was the worst part of being a mother to both of you guys? What was the worst part? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Ma, you take this one. You ruined my life. You ruined my life. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We, <laughs> I mean, it could be both ways. I mean, technically, we wouldn't say that it's the worst part of being a mom because there is no worst part of being a mom. I agree. Because you, I agree. You get a gift. And when you have a baby, you know, a child, no matter how bad things are, it can't be worse. I mean, because you giving it love and joy and providing everything for the child. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's for me, that's a tough question because I do see a lot of things out there that mothers do and um, or not do. And it's always a, there's always got to be a cause, the reason why, but there's really no worse. There is nothing that I could say is it's bad. Or like what's the worst? Bad. Yeah. Like that's kind of a hard right, question. Right. We, like, we don't know everyone's situation. Yeah. You know, people have right. their own reasons, exactly. you know, especially the parents that abandon their kids, you know, they have a reason exactly. for doing it. Exactly. You know, we can't, I mean, can, you can't blame them either. You, you know? can't like, judge them You either. have to know the source, the source of the right. reason this is happening but, but, I, but, but right but us as parents we kind of vindicate them oh why would they do such a thing and but we don't know I'm their guilty situation of that. i'm guilty of doing oh, that too, sometimes i'm guilty of oh, doing that that gave you a gift why are you treating it right this way? but again we don't know right. The right. again it goes back to mental health we don't know at what stage or something right. click that this parent or this you know is acting towards this child like this you know right because it's like growing up like i didn't want kids you know, you didn't want uh-huh. this goldies glorious. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you're, you're, he you're, said glorious geese. That's what he said. No, uh, glorious two kids. Our fresh picked apples, they'll grow old. Like, no, no. And my reason was like, like, like 
I didn't want kids. Number one, I wasn't financially stable. Uh, you know, I, if I can't even support myself, how am I, how am I gonna support kids? <laughs> you know, especially two. And you guys eat a lot. You guys eat a lot. You guys gonna owe me when you guys. No, 18. no. Here's the thing. Like when you say, at what age did you say you didn't want kids? Was it before you met me? Was it? I always want I always wanted kids but I, I just wasn't ready to be a parent but like, like we said before nobody is there's no books there's no books that, that you could read books no there's plenty of yeah, books but out there there's really plenty prepare of books you. but there's really nothing that, <laughs> that can prepare you, you for it life experience prepares yeah. you and, and sure and, enough like I remember when, when when Steph was like I'm pregnant she just tapped me on my shoulder like oh well <laughs> she's like she's like I'm pregnant you're gonna take care of this kid yeah. I see I, I guess this, we, we all have that in as we're growing up because when I was very young I when I was graduating from high school I was not in an idea of having children because right. you know you go back and you look at the situations the way you were raised and again the financial way and you know every each area is different because now your generation thinks about, am I financially able to take care of the child? Do I have enough to take care of a child? Back, I'm talking about way, way back, that it wasn't about that. It was about getting married, having kids, and raising the children. Right. And that's why people have five or six kids. Now right. it's turned out to have one child or two child because you want to have a financial grip on it because you want to provide for your kids. You want to provide for your kids what they didn't provide for you. Right. Right. Because it, it's always about ways. breaking the cycle. Right. And I think, exactly. I think what you made the point is that you broke the cycle. You broke the cycle because you wanted to have a different approach to your parenting. Like you wanted to be upfront with your kids. You didn't want to, you know, you wanted to communicate with them. You wanted to do things differently with things. And I think between you and dad, you guys always went head to head because you guys wanted to do different things. And I think that's just part of the, the learning curve. You know, Andres and I, we have very different parenting styles. Right. But it's just like, is it because I'm a mom? No, I think it's, it, it comes in tune with my personality as well. And it's for you, like you have a different parenting style, but we're not, we're not at each other's throats at it, but we're kind of finding our compromise. But that comes with right. learning. And then again, like with us, we, we had them at 29. You, you know, were... So, so I was 29. And I was 20... No, no I was 27. I was 27. No, you were 28. Yeah, I had you. Right, we, we were already late in their 20s when we had it. So we... You know, yeah, when, we were, when I was 20, 27, 27. Yeah, I was, I was 28, 27, you were 29. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you yeah. were about to turn 28 right. following year, so... right, right. I wasn't even upset that, 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 you know, we were having a kid. I was like, oh, stop lying. When, when I told him I was pregnant with Stefan, he had a face. I was like, what? Again? Uh, yup. I got to see another one? Oh, my God. That was his face. I'm already but, but enough. It's right. But then my, my point is, is like, you grow up thinking you're not financially ready to have a kid or, or mentally prepared to have a kid. But it's weird how life kind of like rearranges itself to yeah. manage it. I get what you're saying. I get you know, what you're like, saying. Like, you, you, you're all, all of a sudden, all, all of a sudden, your finances are coming in order. Now, you know, how am I going to provide for yeah, this yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah, but that comes with, that comes with time and experience. Exactly. That you so, putting in the time right, so, and putting in the effort. Right, but then it's crazy how it just starts happening all of a sudden. Like, 
how to become a parent. Place. It falls to place. Yeah, it, it, falls, everything falls into place. Oh, that's a great way of saying it. Yeah. And then when we had Stefan, it was a lot easier when when, when Stefan came I, along. I agree. I agree. We like, knew what to do. We knew, we knew how to, what not to do. What not to do. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> so it, it was a lot better with Stefan growing up. I, I, from a parent's point of view. Adrian. Right, right, right. Go ahead, Adrian. I think what you mean by like how life has changed a lot when you were growing up. I think basically what I would think of it as in life took a gamble. (laughs) (laughs) And it paid off? Explain. (laughs) I need you to explain this. (laughs) So life took a dice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They took a dice. Okay. (laughs) They rolled it. And see how life goes from now on. You know, okay, here's the thing. Sometimes when it comes to parenting, you really don't want to take a gamble. But sometimes you have to. Sometimes you got to take a chance on yourself. Sometimes you have to tell yourself, hey, this is hard, but I could do it. I I could do it. You know? You can do it. We could do it. And I think that's the same idea with you, mom, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. You don't let your kids know that you have failed. And that's the most important thing. (laughs) I hate, I hate, no. Children know that you have failed. Because no matter how hard it is that you're saying in the background, man, this is tough and I can't do this. And how, but you know what? Like I always tell you ladies, there's always a way to find out to get it. So that's the most important thing in my suspect is to, yep, everything's going to be good. Right, right, right. I will figure it out. Right, but that, again, that that comes with, um, a personality as well because not everybody likes to think on the positive side and, 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 and I wasn't always like that I was always a negative Nancy that, that was always how it was negative Nancy it's just a, 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 a Debbie Downer a Debbie Downer a Karen but the thing is is that it's oh, I was always I always like to put myself in the, in the category of being a realist that's how I always like I'm always the one to tell the truth. I'm always the one to say, hey, 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 this ain't going to work out. This is not going in the right direction. But then sometimes you got to deal with. Right, right. (laughs) And that's the thing. And for me, I think that was just because of my personality that it was so difficult for me to kind of admit defeat. (laughs) You know, but. Yeah. You look at yourself and you're like, I really messed this up. Right. But. You're the one because nobody's blaming you. You blame it on yourself. And you have that on you because the kids don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so. so you're either really good at hiding it or being, exactly. you know, or, or, or being upfront with it. So, right. I think us as parents, we, we kind of like hide our emotions and feelings to our kids because we want to seem strong in front of them. Yes, And exactly. sometimes you don't want to show weakness to them. It's okay exactly. if you have to be weak. But sometimes it's good to be vulnerable sometimes too because then they, see the, have they see the soft side of you. Like, you know, then they realize, oh, everybody's normal. You know, like, right. Mom's right. not always super. You know, she don't like <laughs> oh, no, yes, I am. No, she's always <laughs> super. Don't get it twisted. So when you take the cape off, that's when you're most vulnerable? <laughs> yep. <laughs> when you hide your identity. <laughs> no, but then at that point, I think they understand that it's okay not to be great every day. You know, there right. is times where there is going to be things that aren't going to fall into place and you can't figure it out at the moment. Right. So we, you right. have to cry it out or, or you have to be upset or you have to be bothered. And I think that just gives them the okay to be like, well, you know, 
maybe every day for me isn't always going to be the best. You know, maybe I wake up in the morning and I'm not going to have a go-to attitude with, yeah, you know, I'm happy. Let's do this. Right. And I think, and I think that's just in general, I don't think that has to apply to just to being a mom that applies to being, you know, to anybody, to anybody. So (laughs) it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it in that sense that you always try to strive to do better, right? As a mom, as I don't do it as a mom, I do it as a person, as a human that I always strive to do better for, for my family. But I think, I'm sorry, Stephanie. No, no, go Go ahead, go ahead. No, but I think as just being females and moms, we always try to do more than what we are expected. Oh, yeah, because we're crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> we're crazy. We're crazy. And, you know, and, and it all boils down to having, again, the communication, having the, the, the vulnerability and to have the capacity to talk and communicate. Like you having a conversation with me right now, this is not nothing new. Like we do this all the time. It just so happens that we're doing it, you know, with a mic, you know, (laughs) you know, so it's not really different for us because I call you every day, two or three times a day. I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? What's going on? You know, that's the type of relationship that we have and the same thing. So it's just like I want to continue having that relationship. And it's, it's so important to continue to having that relationship because it's, it's important to me. You know what I mean? And when we always make arrangements like, oh, when are you coming? When are you going to visit? When are we going to have vacations? Like we always plan vacations around one another and we always try to find, you know, so. So funny because I had picked mom up from work earlier Mm -hmm. and we were talking about going down there, driving up there for the summer. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to let somebody know. You can't just just show up. (laughs) This this thing with my family. Like, no, no, we had this conversation too. Yeah, like, on grandpa's side of the family I love them to death but they're notorious notorious for swinging by the house and giving nobody a heads up your dad's side was like that also yeah I'm like um uh, hi (laughs) you didn't let nobody know I didn't clean up (laughs) my house is a mess or whatever you know but you know I think it just boils down to like trying to figure out what what is the best approach to being a parent? There isn't any. Everybody, it's all individual. And Mother's Day is just another day, just like Stefan said, just to highlight, you know, all the awesome people in our lives. That's what, really what it is. Um, I guess to the last question that I have is if there was any lesson that you learned from your mom, um, what was that lesson for you? To sum up with uh, sum up with everything of everybody saying for me, my, I would say go-to would be mommy being a go-getter, hustling, um, and never giving up. So that's something, three highlights of mine. Be a hustler, never give up, and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, like you guys said in a previous episode. Yeah, that's a cliche. What I said. Yeah, what, what Adrian yeah, what I said. I'm so sorry. Yes, Mr. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, um, Ma? What lesson have you learned from your mom? What lesson I've learned from my mother? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know that's a lot. You probably learned a lot. But if there was one that you had to pick. One that I had to pick. 
be strong and independent. Mm. I have to agree. Yeah, I was. She took. She kind of took my lesson because I think that lesson you got from her would be my lesson from you was to always to be strong and to be independent. Like yeah. independence and 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 having a strong persona is something that I did learn from you. But I always another thing that I learned from you is not always to be tough all the time. I think I learned that from you I, because you have a you have a softer approach. You have a softer tone. You're more calm. You're more <laughs> approachable. Yeah, like you're you're calmer than what I would say would be me. So I've learned that from you to get a lesson from you is to not always be on 10. If that's if that makes sense. Not always be on 10. So uh, what about you, Adrian? If there was a lesson that you've learned from me, what was that lesson? Still young. He no, hasn't learned that lesson yet. No, he's still learning. But there's something. You're old enough. Don't be stupid. <laughs> With what? Yeah, see, you want to answer that, but Don't you can't. Don't be stupid by doing stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Because, you know, sometimes you do stupid stuff on accident and then can affect someone or something. And, you know, just just don't be dumb about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll take it because you're still learning. What about you, Stefan? Be smart. Be smart. So the other one says don't be stupid and the other one says be smart. AKA <laughs> hey, hey, don't be stupid. I'm doing, I'm doing a great job here, ladies. I'm doing yes, a great job wonderful. here, ladies. I'm doing a don't great job. Stupid. Don't be stupid. Highlight of the episode. Highlight of the episode. What about you, Andres? If there was a lesson you've learned from your mom. That has applied to you. That applied to me? Yeah, yeah. Hard working? You hardly work. <laughs> That's not true. I Kidding. Work hard. I work hard all the time. <laughs> Kidding. No, because uh, like I said, she, she immigrated from another country. She came here to work. You know, she's like the definition of the American dream. She worked hard. She bought a house. You know, she got married, bought a house, you know. Well, what more can I say? You know, like, yes, she wasn't around, but. She showed us what perseverance is. She she went through a lot. You know, she went to like two different marriages and stuff here. And, you know, now it's time for her to retire and enjoy life. You know, I and, hear and, that. And for her to... When you going to retire, Ma, with your eight jobs? She's never retiring. Look how quiet yet. she is. Look how quiet yeah, she is. Look how quiet she is. Going. As long as she can go, she's going to keep going. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to keep... Cruise lines are coming back, so I'm pretty <laughs> going back to... Oh, we have to take a cruise. Yes. I can't wait. Probably like another two years from now, but yeah. yeah. Going next. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So retirement for me is, uh, it's going to be around the corner, but not around the corner, you know? So now God willing and permitting, I'll be still the, cracking those numbers. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, I guess one more question I have is what is the best memory? you have about grandma or mom like what was the best, best memory? memory yeah let me her doing her barbecues how she made she was an outstanding host she would take care of her guests like unphenomenal i mean she would cook like she only had three guests but she would cook for 30 people <laughs> she i'm guilty always, of that too 
she would always have a very good host. I mean, there was nothing that I, I mean, when we had parties and we had gatherings, even if it was, like I said, for three people, nobody would go home without a plate. Right, right. Leftovers for everybody. Right? Leftovers for everybody. uh, That was her joy when she had people always, always having house guests every weekend, always making sure she did her cooking and, you know, the observes and all that. that. That's one of her, you know, things that remind me and was one of the best things for her. It was always be a good host. <laughs> what about you, Stefan? What was the, what's the best memory you've had with me so far? Or one of your favorite memories? Arizona. What um, about you, uh, Adrian? What's, uh, what's a good memory that you've had? Like with us so far, like with in general, a good memory I've had so far is just you being there. Yeah, that's such a sappy answer. <laughs> <laughs> vacation, guys, vacation time. That's I was gonna say, memory. like, vacation is like one I, of the coolest memories. I, like, I know, but my favorite memory was going on the rides with you, mommy. <laughs> where? What rides? The one where you kept screaming. I scream on all of them. You got to be specific. The one where it was going very fast. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> so my favorite memory would have to be um, going to the two roles that I have in my life. Being mom figures would be one mom and one Steph. Um, and I would just say from both of you guys, I've learned. And my favorite memory is to have fun and enjoy life. Don't let nothing stop you. Ladies, I want to thank you again for participating with us today on this special Mother's Day episode. You guys are awesome. It's so important that you guys were able to have this conversation with us. You guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. I know I miss you guys every day. You know, we all miss you. We love you so much. So I think it's just this is just a great way for us to just to kind of highlight our relationship and how important it is for us. And for everybody else, because everybody else is still, you know, dealing with COVID and, you know, they're trying to find their way, um, trying to keep in touch with people. And there's some people that have lost their moms during COVID and stuff like that. So being being able to talk to you guys, it's a blessing. And, you know, thank you for participating with us for today. You got it. Also, well, thank you for having us. For sure. Um, definitely. This yeah. was one so, of my favorite. Hope it won't be the last. To. No, it won't be the last. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all say we want to say happy mother's day to everybody uh a big shout out to all the ladies in our lives big influences all the aunties all the grandmas everybody out there have an awesome awesome happy mother's day enjoy the day enjoy the blessings and this is table full four adrian can you tell everybody where to find us of course um you can follow like and share at table for four facebook Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Table44. You can also find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker Radio, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Audible at Table44. Thank you guys again. Say everybody. Thank you. We'll see you on the next Love episode. You Bye. Love you guys. Have a good one. episode. Bye. 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 Hey, this is Stephanie from Table for Four. Just want to wish all the awesome moms a happy, happy Mother's Day. You guys are not recognized only but one day, but 
this day is for you guys. Uh, special shout out to my mother-in-law, Consuelo, wishing you a speedy, speedy recovery. And a special shout out to my mom, Virginia. She's the best mom in the world. Again, happy Mother's Day to everyone. Hey guys, this is Andre from Table for Four. I just want to wish happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Huge shout out to my mom and wishing her a speedy recovery. I love you, mom. And to my wife, Steph, you've been an amazing mother. To the boys and to me, you raised three kids. And uh, you're the rock that holds this family together. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Hey, guys, my name is Stephanie. I wish you all happy Mother's Day. Have a great day. Hey, guys, my name is Adrian. Have a happy Mother's Day. Well, I hope that all the moms are doing, a, are doing a, their job as being a mom. And I hope that everyone's having a good day. And then when Mother Days hit, people, some people don't have mothers, but pretend that your dad is your, your mom. And just appreciate your mom when she's still there. So Mother's Day, obviously, is the day to celebrate mothers, you know. And it's also the day to celebrate those mother figures in our life. You know, not everyone has a mother, but I'm pretty sure almost everyone has some woman in their life who took on this role as their mother. And I know they really appreciate it. And this is just a day to celebrate and just to give back our thanks because, you know, typically mothers are the primary caregiver. You know, they, they do a lot in the house. And sometimes we just don't show them much appreciation. So this is a day that we can give back to them and just show their, just show how much we really care and appreciate everything that they do for us. So my mom, to me, is my right hand, my confident, my bestest best friend. My mom made it her business to make sure that we were clean, we were fed, we were polite, we were educated, we were uh, a success in society. My rock and I am grateful that she is still alive, well, working hard, and that she makes it her business to just give her all to me and my sister. I'm honored and grateful for the mother that I have because my mom is truly my best friend and she is every single thing um, that I want to become. She is my rock. Just want to take this time to wish my mother Consuelo a happy Mother's Day. We are wishing her a speedy recovery. And I also want to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, and as well as all the single dads who are doing double duty. This day is for you also. And I also want to wish my lovely wife, Jen, a happy Mother's Day for being the most best dog mom to Jackson and Obi. This is Ben Lau. Uh, I want to wish all the moms out there a happy Mother's Day. Um, special shout out to my wife, Karis Lau, for being an amazing mom, an amazing wife. I know she wear I know she wears a lot of hats uh, for us, for our family, and uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. So, happy Mother's Day to you. We love you very much, and yeah, happy Mother's Day, everyone.